Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I get a lot of great questions from you all here on the podcast, uh, but sometimes there's ones where I'm like, I think you're being a little too hard on yourselves. I think you need to give yourself a little more credit because we're all just trying to get through this world and do the best that we can. This question in particular struck me as someone who needs to have a little more encouragement when it comes to dealing with their finances. Who better to tackle this question than my This Is Awkward co-host, Allison Baggerly, who's also the founder of Inspired Budget. Allison, how's it going? Thank you for having me on. I was reciting your intro along with you. <laughs> I know you were. I had to cover part of my screen because she's mouthing <laughs> the intro as I was saying it. I was like, this is already take number two, Allison. Don't make me have to do a take number three. Sorry about that. But yeah, <laughs> when we're talking about money and emotions, this is one of my favorite things to discuss because I think it's very easy, like you said, to be too hard on yourself. Oh, yeah. This is a little bit of both. So we're going to help reassure this this listener, but we're also going to give her a little bit of advice as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this question that came in from Nicole, she said, hey, Chris, love the show. I have a quick question for you. Am I a bad mom since I just have a savings account for my daughter and I only add money around $600 when I get my taxes every year? Should I be investing in one of those college funds or are there better options out there? I'd love to hear your feedback. Mm. So. First of all, let's just address, we can get to the college savings part, because I think I think you're familiar with that side of things, having two kids yourself. Mm-hmm. But she starts off by saying, am I a bad mom since I only have a savings account for my daughter? What are your feelings when you heard that message? Yeah. I don't know how you feel since you're a mom too. And <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's very easy to feel like a bad mom about practically anything. Mm. So first off, know that No, you're not a bad mom. Saving for your kids makes you a mom. Not saving for your kids makes you a mom. You are a mom. And if you're doing the best that you can, then you're a good mom. If you're feeding your kids, clothing them, loving them, you're a good mom. Whether or not you are saving for them or you're not saving for them doesn't make you a bad parent. So I think that first off, we need to remove that expectation that the lack of saving or not saving a certain amount makes you bad. And that saving more makes you good. Because I personally think that if you saved $100,000 a year, but you were never present and you didn't love your child well, that would not make you a good mom just because you were saving $100,000 a year. So I think first off is being able to stop and ask yourself, is what I'm saying true? Is it true that saving only or just $600 a year makes me a bad mom. Well, no, that's not true. What that means, the only truth in this is that you save $600 a year and that you are a mom. There is no truth in it making you a bad mom or a good mom. It just makes you a mom and a saver. That's it. However, I think that as moms, who tie, we, we tend to tie so much of our worth in our children, number one. We tend to tie so much of our worth in our finances. And throwing those together is a recipe for judgment on ourselves. Mm. See, I knew you were the perfect person to, to <laughs> answer this question with me. So first of all, I want to say, Nicole, I hope you can take that in, feel that, and understand that you are a good mom and you're just, hey, you're doing what you can, right? Yes. That's that's what we're all trying to do here. (laughs) 
So I want to dive now into the savings part of this. Mm -hmm. So she's using a savings account right now, but are there some better options out there for her to use to save for her kids' future? Of course. So I highly recommend a 529, which is a college savings account that can be used for college or really higher education. So a trade school, you know, a lot of times if you don't use it for one child, you can use it for another. So if you are planning to have another child, you can do that. You know, it's just a really good place to set aside money that's going to earn more than a traditional savings account that's linked to your checking account. I did want to say, though, if you want to save more money, if you want to make that a priority, if that's something you want to do, that I would recommend instead of just only saving or pulling money from your tax refund, which I do think is a wonderful thing because, Nicole, you could be using all that money on yourself and you're your earmarking part of it for your child. So that's wonderful. But in addition, if you even want to start setting aside 20 or $50 a month and you know, setting that aside for your child as well, that could be a really good thing to add to your budget to let you see, okay, do I have room for this right now? Because if I don't have room for this right now, I might have room for it later once I pay off some debt and I have more cash flow in my budget or once I get a raise or I move to a job that pays more. You can make room for that in your monthly budget as well. And I think sometimes we think only if we're putting in a lot of money, Mm -hmm. that's when it's worth it, not these small amounts that can add up over time. And I mean, look, if you're putting in, you know, even if it's 20 bucks a month, like you said, that's still a couple of hundred dollars at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't know what textbook prices will be, you know, whenever your kids are in college. But at the very least, you know, it it may cover a book or something. It's any small amount helps and it makes an impact. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think you're absolutely right. I think it's so easy to say well, I don't have enough, I can't save $500 a month, so why bother saving it? We have to let go of that and realize that every penny counts and every penny will will be used and go towards something good and that you you can actually make a difference when it comes to saving for your child's college, even if it, it might not be the difference you had envisioned in your life. It might not be the difference that you've dreamed of, but it, it doesn't mean it's not making a difference. Exactly. You know, the last thing I want to ask you is how does someone balance that that desire to save for their kids, but with all their other financial responsibilities? Because uh, Nicole did mention it, but I don't know how she's feeling about her retirement savings. And I think sometimes those are, those are very competing desires to save for your own retirement, but then also save money for your kids education. How do you how do you handle that that balance between those two things? Absolutely. Uh, Every part of me as a mom wants to pay for my kids' college in full. I don't want them to be burdened with student loans. In my wildest dreams, I'm able to do that and retire comfortably. However, with the cost of college, I know that that might just not be an option. And I don't know if they're going to go to college. I don't know how long they're going to go to college. I don't know if they're going to get a full scholarship because they are brilliant (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, sports or whatever. But I do know I'm going to retire. I do know that there's going to come a time when I'm not going to be able to work anymore. And while my kids might be able to take out student loans, which aren't our number one choice, but are an option, I can't take out loans for retirement. So for me, retirement comes first. Saving money, getting yourself an emergency fund in place, paying off debt, saving money for retirement comes first. Because ultimately, if you do end up paying for their college, 
you're going to end up needing help down the line and you're going to have to turn to your kids for help down the line. So one way or another, (laughs) your kids are going to be on the line for something. So for me, I would rather have my kids have to take out some student loans, even though it's not my dream for them, and teach them about how to pay off that debt quickly, how to be responsible with money, while also being responsible myself so that way I don't have to go to them in my old age and say, you know, mom and dad didn't set ourselves up correctly. We're going to need some help and support. Yeah. You know, as a lifelong child of parents, I would, <laughs> I would oh say my that gosh. I much prefer having to pay for my own college than my parents having to move in with me. So <laughs> there you go. Take Allison's advice. Also look up for yourself in this whole process because, you know, hey, kids, they want to live their own life too. They don't, they, they want you to be secure at the end of the day. Once your kids grow up, they want you to be happy and secure and have a place and a foundation for you. So Allison, thank you so much for coming in and answering these questions, giving a little advice to Nicole here. Uh, if people want to reach out to you, find out more what you're doing other than, you know, our amazing podcast, this is awkward that we host together. Tell them a little bit more about what you have going on and how they can reach out to you. Of course. Well, first, go to This Is Awkward, listen to it, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Then I have a podcast, Inspire Budget Podcast, alone. You can listen to that. You can follow me on Instagram, at Inspire Budget, where I share budget tips, budget inspiration, or just go to my website, inspirebudget.com. All right, now put all that in the show notes so people can easily go check it out. Thank so, you. Again, thank you for joining me here. I really appreciate it. It's always, it's always good talking with you. Oh, it is. Thanks for having me, Chris. And a big thanks to all of you for joining me here on today's episode. If you want to be like the listener who sent in their question today and had it featured on the show, you can send in a question of your own to questions at popcornfinance.com or reach out to me on Instagram by looking for Popcorn Finance Podcast and you can send me a DM there. And I want to give a shout out to all of you who've been leaving reviews for Popcorn Finance on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate it. It's always great seeing your your thoughts and your feedback on the show and it really helps support what we do here on popcorn finance so for those of you who've done it those of you out there who may be thinking about doing it and just haven't gotten around to it head on over there just leave five stars you know that's the important part and then <laughs> just leave a short message or you don't have to leave anything it's up to you but any little bit helps the show grow and continue to move forward also if you're a spotify user you can leave a rating for popcorn finance there as well you can't write anything yet but you can still leave a rating and that helps the show on that platform too so As always, I appreciate all of you for your support. If you're coming back and joining me for yet another bag of popcorn, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.